Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A programming note tomorrow, Saturday. Join me on the weekend morning show on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I will be live with plenty of time to take all of your telephone calls. And for both nerdly, I'll be live from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. tomorrow, Saturday. Also, folks, check out my latest podcast. It's up. It's at Dominic Carter City Hall. It's on the mayor's feud with the 84-year-old woman. After I tell you this morning's topics, it seems like that was almost a year ago. Wait until you hear the lead story this morning. Simply go to WABCradio.com. Click on podcast. Go down to Dominic Carter City Hall. The other one. Uh, that's also a Dominic Carter, a podcast is the daily program, which is this. And the Dominic Carter City Hall is the weekly podcast. So you get a chance, folks, go check it out. Follow me on Twitter at Dominic TV on YouTube, on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. You can you youtube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. Okay, here we go. I have been boiling about this topic all day long, trying to figure out the best way to comment on this, to respond to this. It's disgusting. Jill Scott. I would venture to say that perhaps 90% of you do not know who she is. She's a prominent uh, African-American singer, very popular. She's an actress. She's done a couple of uh, Hollywood movies. And she's out there. She's she's a performer. She has a wonderful voice. But boy, has she crossed the line. She did a version of the Star Spangled Banner, the national anthem. And it's one of the most disrespectful things I have ever heard in my life. She changes the words to reflect racism. And it's disrespectful to every American in this country and every American who died in battle to give us freedom. And making matters worse, every year, in July, one of the biggest gatherings in the African-American community, it's been this way for years, is the Essence Music Festival in New Orleans. People come from all over the country, in fact, all over the world, predominantly African-Americans. She did this. You're going to hear it in just a second. She, she did her rendition, changing the words, based on racism at the Essence Music Festival, one of the biggest platforms as it relates to the black community. All of this comes, you're going to hear it in just a second, where since just Friday in the Bronx alone, 
16 shootings with 25 people hit by gunfire, including a five-year-old girl. That's just one city. You've seen the headlines of all the recent shootings for the 4th of July. Another story we're going to deal with this morning, Mayor Eric Adams and the New York Times. Boy, have they gone at it Thursday at war over claims. The mayor reportedly lied about carrying a weathered photo of his friend and fallen NYPD comrade in his wallet for decades. The dramatic spectacle erupted just hours ago when the New York Times alleged that a portrait of Officer Robert Venable that Adams says he has long carried with him. The New York Times said the photo is not legit and is instead just a printed out Google image that was doctored to make it appear old. That it was intentionally stained with coffee in January last year to make it appear older than what it is. But in the mayor's corner, the family of the slain officer, Officer Venable, is backing the mayor's account after the New York Times claims that the mayor lied about the officer's uh, photo. Also, uh, it seems like it's out of the headlines uh, as of late that um, that sub, if you will, that imploded five people killed. They have officially suspended operations. What what took so long? What what? I mean, obviously nobody's ever going to get on that thing again on one of their opera. What took them so long? We have a number of topics we're going to deal with right now, and I'm going to open up the phone lines in advance. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Jill Scott. If you don't know her. She is um, she's almost like a, a, a lower version of a Jennifer Holiday in terms of she's a major singer. Tours the country, you know, she, she's she's sort of like Patti LaBelle, but not as big as Patti LaBelle. And it's one of the most disrespectful things I have ever heard. So like everybody else, sometimes I will look through social media and I happen to be looking through Instagram and every other posting happened to be of Jill Scott and she was singing. Sometimes I'll look at the Instagram and I won't turn the audio up. And then sometimes I will. So eventually I turned it up and listened to it. And I, it turned my stomach what I listened to and what made matters even worse the public advocate of New York City, Jamani Williams, was praising Jill Scott on his Instagram page. I saw it on his Instagram page. I want you folks to listen to this. It, it defies logic. Please listen to this. Oh, say... Can you see by the blood in 
that this place doesn't smile on you, colored child, whose blood built this land with sweat and their hands. I don't I, I, I don't get it, folks. I, I don't get it. And this went on for oh, close to three minutes. I, I will not play three minutes of that. Felt the necessity for you to hear part of it. You'll hear another part in just a second. It bears repeating. So she's at a major African-American forum in New Orleans. And she's changing the words to the Star Spangled Banner, right? To reflect racism. And it, it bears repeating. Here's the bottom line that where I tortured myself today. I just don't get it. I don't see what they see, what the Jill Scotts of the world see. I don't see it, folks. Again, since just last Friday in the Bronx, 16 shootings with 25 people hit by gunfire. 16 shootings with 25 people hit by gunfire. Look at many cities across America within just the last week. Unfortunately, people that look just like me have been at the center of, of many shootings pulling the trigger and large, large gatherings of, of people. I don't get it. What do they see that I am not seeing? Jill Scott continued with her rendition, if that's what we're going to call it, of the national anthem. This is not the land of the free. But the the blind leading the blind. I left the ending up because I wanted you folks to hear how the crowd embraced what she was doing. As a matter of fact, when it, when it comes to the black community, I can't think of anything bigger than the Essence Music Festival every year in New Orleans in July. Sponsored by Essence Magazine. The magazines fell on hard times. I think it's still around, I believe. And I, 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 just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Here's what I'm trying to say to you folks. 
this great country, right? Uh, my own personal example pulled me out of the housing projects in the Bronx and put me on a gorgeous college campus in Cortland, New York, upstate. I was basically paid to go to college. Now, the, the flip side of this is that I have been, I would have been a, a drain on taxpayers all these years, and I have instead paid hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. So it was a win-win, and it's the way it should be. Society turned my life around, which would have been a negative, into a positive. Blessings, blessings even today. The owners of this radio station, I talk about them quite a bit. Billionaires, Margot Katsimatidis, John Katsimatidis. They could afford to hire any radio talent in the country. And yet they've given me and others a, a, a tremendous opportunity. Margot Katsimatidis, John Katsimatidis. Everything that they have promised me privately, they have delivered on and more publicly. And folks, all I can say is we'll see what the future holds. That's all I can say at this point. But tremendous blessings. That's all I see. I don't see the racism that Jill Scott is, is, is talking about. And it's disgusting to get before the Essence Music Festival and sing a song like that based on the country's national anthem. We see your calls. We're about to start with them. One of the other big stories we're covering this morning, the family of the slain NYPD cop Robert Venable is backing Mayor Adams after the New York Times claims that the mayor lied about the officer's photo. So the family publicly backed the mayor on Thursday, insisting that he has been a constant and supportive presence in their lives ever since the late officer was murdered three decades ago. So three of the officer's uh, relatives, including his own daughter, rushed to the mayor's defense after the New York Times alleged that Mr. Adams had lied about carrying a weathered photo of his friend and fallen NYPD comrade. Of course, Mayor Adams, a former police officer, used to be a transit officer. And the mayor says, I'm going to let you hear uh, what the mayor has said, um, what the mayor has said over time about the officer and him carrying the um, the photo in his wallet. The mayor has claimed that he's done this for since the officer was killed in the line of duty in 1987. So what what you're about to hear right now is Mayor Adams over time discussing the fact that he would carry the officer's photo that was slain. But again, the New York Times basically stating that it's a publicity stunt. Here's what the mayor has said over time. 
It was devastating. I couldn't, I couldn't help but to think about, uh, you know, Bernard, my brother. And, you know, I talk, said the other day about Robert Venable. I still think about Robert. I keep a picture of Robert in my wallet. Uh, we were going away. We were on our way, to, we were on, on our way um, to take a trip together. And as I heard the commissioner speak, I reached into my pocket and I pulled out this photo. This photo is Robert Venable. He was one of my closest friends when I was a transit police officer. Robert died when he was shot in the head by responding to a job. We were going away that week and going on vacation together. And uh, again, so the New York Times says the mayor lied that coffee was intentionally spilled on a Google photo to make it look older. Uh, the mayor was livid and uh, the officer's family is backing Mayor Adams account of this. And we're also dealing with the uh, the sub uh, that imploded during the uh, Titanic dive has suspended operations. And we're going to start right now with your telephone calls. Uh, every line is lit up, but we are taking your calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's begin this morning with Robert, Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. What a racist, disrespectful rant by that girl. Agreed. 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 I can't believe it. I, I I I pay attention to the phone, Robert, not the radio, because there's a delay on the uh, on the radio. Um, yeah. What? Why do you think she did it? She does not appreciate our country and what has been done for the black community. So many things over decades to yes. try and help people. Yes. 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 Agreed. And, and still helping people. Past tense, yeah. present tense going forward. Still oh, yeah. helping people. Thank you, you for it. the call. Go ahead, Robert. Go ahead. You get it, man. You appreciate it. Well, I, I appreciate it because I know where my life would be if not for this great country. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Thank you for the uh, for the uh, telephone call. Let's go to uh, Steve in Elmont. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Um, I was calling because I often hear you often hear you talk about how you pretty much your life was saved and it went a different route. And I kind of feel that I feel what you say when you say that because mine also was. I would have been a statistic if I didn't have someone you know put me in a different direction, but. I never forget um, how other people feel and or got left and didn't get the same opportunity. So I do understand um, why she's saying what she's saying. Okay, so Steve, wait, let, let me ask you a question. Wait, 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 let me ask you a question. Yes. Why do you think the others haven't gotten the opportunities? Oh, you mean the, the handout, I mean the hand up? They didn't get the, sometimes this decision, sometimes they didn't have the opportunity um, like you had the opportunity, you had someone come and believe in you. Some people don't have that. A lot of no, 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 are... Steve, 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 Steve. Wait, 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 Steve, Steve. I respect okay. what I respect what you're saying. 
they, they, there were morals in, in my family. My mother suffered from mental illness. Daddy was nowhere to be found, but my grandmother had rules. And when, when, mm-hmm. when, when the sun went down, I, I better not be caught outside. Uh, school was serious. Okay. They, they went to That's every open was. school, every, oh, every open school night. Education was a top priority. I, Steve, I, wait, wait, Steve, I'll, I'll be done one second. I was told okay. from about age 10 that I was going to college and that nothing else would nothing else would, would, would be accepted except for the fact that I had to go to college and that I had to graduate. Okay. So I'm trying to understand, and Steve, you said they didn't get the opportunities, meaning others. Why not? Streets, people in the street. Well, I'll just temporarily tell you, like, for instance, I, I grew up in a house with my mother and father and went to Catholic school until I was in high school. All right. So I had that. We didn't have money, but I grew up with Haitian parents, very strict. The other kids around me didn't have the same opportunities. But let me jump to a situation I wanted to tell you about my son, because, you know, this is my first year with him. He's 18 years old and he's new to this country. So for Memorial Day, I put out the flag and he was like, why do you put the flag out? So I had to explain to him why I put the flag out. And he said, well, you know, you need to get a new flag. I explained it to him. This 4th of July, I brought a new flag and I put it out. I got so much bad publicity. I mean, or, you know, comments from people who passed by my house. It's like, oh, how could you do that? I said, well, you haven't lived someplace else. Right now, not only did I have to take my son and save his life, bring him back from Haiti, but I'm also sponsoring someone under the Biden plan to pay for someone to be here for two years. So if this country is as bad as everyone or so many people say it is, why am I bringing someone into a hellhole? Why are you switching one hell to come to another hell? Um, I know all the stuff about the, the wars and the this and that, but this is where I'm at. And this is what I'm going to make sure that I get a piece of, you know, whatever it is that it has to offer. I felt uncomfortable. Hey, Steve, I, I, I hear you. I hear songs. you. I have to move on because because we're loaded with phone calls. But but I thank you for the call and I appreciate it. The bottom line is this, folks. Um, and I'm not going to pull any punches, no excuses. If you don't make it in this country and you're a person of color, you've got nobody to blame but yourself. At the end of the day, you've got to look in the mirror, right? Say whatever you want about Michael Jackson, but his song, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. If you're a minority in this country and you don't make it, look in the mirror. Don't, don't, don't blame anybody else. See, what Jill Scott did at the Essence Music Festival, this is why things are so screwed up. Perhaps, Miss Scott, given the, the talent that, you, that God gave you in your voice, per, perhaps you should be telling the community to put down the guns and stop firing randomly into parades and gatherings and shooting little kids. Perhaps that should be the message. Let's go to Dominic in Brooklyn. Good morning, Dominic. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Dominic. I just think that woman is insane. She's a racist. She doesn't know. Well, I would say most blacks don't even know their own history. They should know that the blacks in Africa, when they were warring with other blacks, took those blacks as their hostages and their slaves and sold them to the white people. So before you blame anybody, any white man, blame your own people in Africa. 
who sold you to the white man. Well, how, how about this? Don't don't blame anybody. How, how about how about that, Dominic? Don't don't blame anybody. And and yeah, yeah. and uh, I want to commend you I, on also your your background there. I well, thank put you. myself through college. And well, then thank I you. Well, uh, I, well, I didn't. I didn't put myself through college, Dominic. It was different, literally. And mm-hmm. this is why I'm so thankful. Here, here's the honest to God truth, and I've said this before, Dominic. I I attended five high schools in four years. I graduated on time, but I started out at Cardinal Hayes, transferred to D. Whit Clinton, then transferred to John F. Kennedy, then moved out to Seattle, Washington, then came back and attended Theodore Roosevelt High School. Right. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so so much racism is talked about. And, you know, I I was one credit short of graduating and a, a white guidance counselor. I needed a gym credit. I had been accepted to Cortland. I had to go to their summer institute and a a white guidance counselor let me write a paper and sit in the office and and got me the gym credit. But yet we're told that there's so much racism and that you can't. And then once I got to college, because I, I honestly thought that I was one of the dumbest kids ever to come out of the New York City public school system. And then once I got to college, I realized now, was it tough? It was different. There there were not many kids there that looked like me. There were not many black kids there, but, but it it was a cool, it was a cool environment. As I said the other day on the morning show, I met, I met someone who went on to direct Hollywood movies by the name of Ted Demi. We were both kids and Ted went on. Mm -hmm. His uncle did silence of the lamb, Jonathan Demi. And Ted went on to do a major movie about cocaine. I forgot the name. And then and then he went on to start Yo MTV Rap. So he took something out of black culture and brought it to the entire world. And and this was right, yeah. Dominic, I thank you for the call. This was right when Madonna's music was starting and it was risque and, and they didn't want to play it on the upstate uh, college radio stations. And we were between Ithaca, New York and Cortland and Syracuse, New York. And the state of New York, through the Educational Opportunity Program, I have said that I do not support affirmative action, but we have to have college campuses that are diverse. And so you do it based on on income. And that's what EOP, the Educational Opportunity Program in New York State does. It's a program that there are more white kids in it than anything else. But for kids of color that have fallen through the crack like myself, there's not a college in America, including a community college that would have looked at me. And they took a gamble on me and I got to Cortland and I didn't want to come back to the projects. So I stayed in summer school every summer and I went from feeling I was the dumbest ever to graduating from college in only three years. And then it was the sky's the limit. Then I realized I could compete with the very best went on to Syracuse University. It wasn't a cakewalk. They denied me because the Newhouse School makes the best journalists in the country. They denied me two occasions. I had to take classes as a non-matriculated student, and then I was admitted. This is the greatest country in the world. And all I hear is this nonstop whining 
this nonstop drumbeat of how things are screwed up and and on and on and on, folks. We, we see all of your telephone calls. I'm going to stop. So, like, I'm looking, it says here, Gina, we live in a fabulous country. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to go right to Gina in Brooklyn because I could not agree with her more. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, we're going to go to Gina in Brooklyn, Myrtle Beach, Saratoga, Brooklyn, Staten Island, and Deposit New York. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Google, play 77 WABC. All right, here's 77 WABC Radio. And we are back. A major singer in the black community, Jill Scott, embarrasses herself. I know she thinks she did wonderful things, and I know the crowd clapped, but she set the community back. In a major forum, the Essence Music Festival in New Orleans, it happens every year, every July, blacks from all over the country some from outside the country uh, converge on New Orleans for a couple of days of, of um, lectures, of uh, classes, of uh, all types of empowering events and a ton of music. And she did her own rendition of the national anthem, and she changed the words to reflect racism. I mentioned uh, Gina in Brooklyn, and so we're going to do exactly that. Good morning, Gina. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Dominic, I listen to you all the time, and you resonate with me wholeheartedly. You know, I grew up fatherless, too, and my grandmother raised me. And she told me since I was a child, I got to go to school. That was the move because I had a brain in my head. And she planted seeds, you know, of encouragement and determination. And I'll tell you this, it's only in this country that you can grow up fatherless and make something out of your life that's worthwhile. Try to go and do it somewhere else. It would be almost impossible. And I want to tell you, Dominic, I resonate with you and I know the truth. It doesn't matter what color you are. When you're in this country, if you have determination and you want a purpose for your life and you just roll with the punches because nothing is easy. Life at its best isn't easy. But this country is the only place where if you have no start, you can make something out of yourself just because you want to. I, I couldn't I couldn't have said it better, Gina, and I'm I'm listening to you speak and I, I don't mean to make this personal, but you know, I'm I'm now fifty nine years old and, and I'm at the stage where I reflect a lot on my life, right? And so so when when my family sent me up to uh Cortland, I remember leaving with a duffel bag and I didn't have uh my family didn't have much money to give me to, to go to the summer institute. And they, you know, I had never uh, had a meal in a in a in a college dormitory, you know, 
or, or taking classes. And they fed us. They gave us a stipend. They gave us a stipend to pay for our books. And sure, we, Gina, we had to take out student loans, but not as much as other students, right? But the state of New York made it possible for me to get out of the ghetto, out of the projects, to go upstate and get a college education. And you want to tell me that this country is bad? I'm I'm not down with that, Gina. Well, there's no way that I, listen, people just don't know unless they go and experience the hardship in other places. But I'll tell you this, I can sing as well as Jill Scott. And I would sing that Star Spangled Banner the way it deserves to be sang. And she's going to turn around someday because she's going to have to face the fact. But I just wish that people would go and find out for themselves before they pretend they know things they don't even know. They're just full of all these lies and all of these dreams that aren't true. But Gina, I would never leave this country. And people who say they would leave this country because of who got into office and this, that, and the other thing, they don't leave the country because they know well, too, that there's no place like America. Agreed. Now, let me just say this about about Jill Scott. She she is a major talent. She has earned millions of dollars. So for her, it's not a financial thing. I, I know the mindset. The mindset is, I'm going to look out for my people. My people are being abused. But look at what, it's so bad. Thank you for the call, Gina. I'm going to be completely honest here, folks. It's so bad that every time there's a shooting somewhere, I almost cover my eyes and peek through my fingers because I'm like, God, please tell me that the shooter this time is not African-American. And every single time. Within the last two weeks, the shooter happens to be African-American. People are scattering everywhere. Babies are running by themselves trying to avoid bullets, trying to find their mother or their loved ones. You, you have strangers covering up children so that they're not shot. And you're going to go to the Essence Music Festival. And instead of saying, brothers and sisters, we, we got to get it together. And instead of a term in a community, right, keeping it real, instead of keeping it real, you go to the Essence Music Festival and tell them what they want to hear. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I'm a patriot. And, you know, I come from two immigrant parents that came to America uh, both served in the army. My father uh, won a Purple Heart in, in the in the Pacific. My mother joined the army in the Women's Army Corps, also World War II. I, uh, you know, I, I absolutely, you know, I, I stand up for America. But uh, this, and I absolutely despise the message that this woman is giving. I don't agree with it in the slightest. But this is our First Amendment. This is the, uh, unfortunately, I, I, you know, this is, Unfortunately, this is a this is a right of every American to say disgusting things, and um, I uh, I can only guess why. I mean, the reason is it's the influence of the left in this country, the influence of, uh, in my opinion, the communists in this country, which you know they they, they want to spit on America. It's cool to be anti-American. It's cool to uh you know do outrageous things that are anti-american and that's 
you know, that's my thoughts on this. I mean, the only I, thing we can I, do is. I, I hear you, Norman. And of course, a, a big factor in this is uh, Black Lives Matter. Americans poured out their hearts and and gave Black Lives Matters uh, over a hundred million dollars. And I, I could have told you from day one it was a scam. But Americans, even in that, you know, you're you're telling people basically that they're the devil. And Americans still poured out their hearts to help communities of color. I I just I just I just don't I don't get it. For those of you that may be just uh, joining us, um, Jill Scott, who is a major singer in the uh, black community, she's right below the Patti LaBelle level. She's been in a a, a couple of major Hollywood movies, and. Um, she went to the Essence Music Festival. We're going to let you hear it one more time. She went to the Essence Music Festival. And thank you for the call, Norman. And which is a major gathering, a major forum of African-Americans from all over the country. It happens every year in New Orleans. And she sang the national anthem, but she changed the words to reflect racism here is how she sang the national anthem. Oh, say, can you see by the blood in the streets that this place I'm offended. I, I really am. The state of New York gave me the opportunity to get a college degree from nothing. And this is the thanks that you show to the country. You know, all, all of us, the talents at WABC. But right now, I'm only talking about myself. Billionaires. John and Margot Katsimatidis. I met with them early on. Mrs. Katsimatidis sat there Every single thing that she promised would happen in my career has happened and even more. Right? Obviously, I can't go into personal conversations. Every single thing that Mr. Katsimatidis has promised for my career has happened and even more. And this is the thanks that you show to, to the goodwill of people that are trying to help you, that are trying to help the community. It is disgusting. In a moment, I've got to take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, but let's see what our friend Audrey in Brooklyn has to say. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, 
This is real. And first of all, to Jacola Dominic, we do know our history. Um, take a trip to Ghana, because I learned it after I got out of high school in 1970, because I knew we did more than pick cotton. But I'm going to tell you something. What Jill Scott sung about was true. I am sorry, but it's true. It's out of 8 million of us, maybe not, you, you're one of the lucky ones. I was one of the lucky ones. But luck doesn't keep people going. And, you know, the real part of it is that, you know, I, I understand your personal your, uh, your opinion, but... Um, I, you ever listen to um, Frederick Douglass' speech? What do we celebrate July 4th for? It goes all the way back to 18 and some change. But it's just, I don't, you know, we have to speak up and, you know, I know you're probably going to get some calls about hate or if you don't take our calls, but I speak the truth. The history of this country cannot be shoved under the rug like we came here with a ticket. We was on the bottom of a vote. And we okay, all right. So, so let's say for argument's sake, Audrey, everything that you just said is true. How long are we going to keep that argument up? I'm not arguing. It's not an argument. It's the okay, truth. Well, okay, well, well, how long are we going to say we didn't come here with a ticket, we came here enslaved? How long are we going to use that argument? How long will we... Oh, God. That's not an argument, Dominic. And right okay, now, well, whatever, I, I really, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to term it. What, what, just, I, what I'm... Go ahead. The years go ahead. we've been here, that little thing that the, the, the country says they do for us, or you think they do, they don't. It's not, it's not the youth's fault, I don't think. You know, maybe the wait, wait. You just like, said you just said the things. Chance. Wait, Audrey, I'm trying to understand. You said mm-hmm. the things that I think that they do for us, they don't. No, I said you think that they do that much, but I don't see it. I don't see no difference. The song was stolen anyway. They stole the song after Audrey, they won the war. Audrey, 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 Audrey. <laughs> listen, good. Audrey, Audrey, Audrey. You you know I love you, Audrey. Audrey. Okay. I was on a path like most of my friends to go to prison. That's what my fate was. No bones about it. I was going upstate to jail. Attica, Elmira, one of them, just like the rest of my buddies. And the state of uh, all of my buddies and the state of New York comes along and says, little African-American child, we're going to give you a shot to get an education. And I get the education and I never look back. And you're telling me about all the bad things. You were one of the lucky ones. Okay, seriously, I went to NYU because of 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 uh, nice folks. Okay, but everybody don't get that chance. And why not? It's there. The chance is there, but you gotta want it. We all have our purpose here on Earth, and I, I can't say why. I just know that. Nah, I love you too. <laughs> okay, well, thank thank you for the uh, for the call, Audrey. Always appreciate it. Um, sometimes Audrey's in a tough position. And she always tries her best to uh, answer the questions that I put to her. So I'm I'm appreciative for that. I, I, I didn't let you hear the second part of it. I will let you hear the second part of it when we come back. But first, we're going to take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. When we come back, we'll have that. Then we'll go to Deposit, of the Upper East Side, Staten Island, Los Angeles, Brooklyn, Saratoga, and Myrtle Beach. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. 18 people have been injured, dozens more seeking medical evaluation after a city bus and a tour bus collide in Manhattan. At least 18 people were hospitalized and over 60 others requested an evaluation for injuries when the city bus and a double-decker tour bus collided on a Manhattan Street Thursday evening. 
An MTA X-27 bus and a double-decker tour bus collided at East 23rd Street and 1st Avenue about 7.17 p.m. That's according to the fire department and the MTA uh, spokesperson. And uh, the FDNY officials say that apparently the tour bus ran a red light heading north on 1st Avenue and T-boned the MTA bus, which had the right-of-way in the uh, intersection. First responders arrived, lots of damage, and they had to resort to lowering injured passengers uh, from the bus's second level using ropes and ladders. The 18 people hospitalized are not facing life-threatening injuries, according to uh, EMS. So if no one's seriously hurt, that's a good thing. Uh, when you consider what could have happened, I'm going to continue with your telephone calls. I, I played you the first part of uh, Jill Scott, what she did at the Essence Music Festival, uh, changing the national anthem to reflect racism. Here is how she closed her performance of the song. This is not. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The going to say it again the blind leading the blind you hear the claps afterwards they thought it was amazing wonderful she's a talented woman she has a booming voice but to use it for for, for this as there's been shootings all over the country within the last week to the last every single one has been african-americans pulling the trigger but nobody wants to talk about that nobody wants to deal with that Let's go to uh, Kurt, Staten Island. Good morning, Kurt. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. You know, um, that song, it's, it's, really, it's really hurtful, you know? I mean, you know, she was never a slave. You know, and, 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 and when you think about this, too, look, the Jews, they were enslaved by the Egyptians. At one point in the in, in the history of Sicily, they were enslaved by Ethiopians. I mean, come on, man. I mean, what is wrong with this girl? But you have to understand, it's not just her. You you have a whole generation of people that believe exactly. You heard the reason why we left the clapping in it is so that you could hear how well it went over what she had to say. Well, I, I guess well, it, I, I, don't, I don't think it well over, but I mean, listen, you know, you know what, you know what, Dominic? When I when I was a kid and I was growing up, I was about fourteen, fifteen years old, and I went home and I used the N word. My mother beat the hell out of me, and rightfully so. 
And rightfully so, because because I I guarantee you that you probably never did it again. No, I didn't. And I still don't. And I I never knew what the I didn't know what the word meant then. Because Mm -hmm. my mother didn't raise me or any. I'm the oldest out of six people. I'm 64 years old. You know, and my mother did not raise us to, to hate people because of the color of their skin or, or you know, and, and, and it just wasn't like that. I, I, I hear you, Kurt, and, and thank you for the call. You know, so your mom gave you a spanking. I had a similar experience in graduate school. So I did an, I did an internship. I did so well at the internship. The local CBS affiliate in Syracuse wanted to hire me. I turned in my final paper 20 minutes late. My professor, I don't even know if he's still alive. His name was was Dwight Jensen. And for a grad student to get a grade of a C, that's almost the equivalent of an F because it destroys your grade point average. And I thought it was racism initially because I was the only black graduate student at the Newhouse School at the time. But guess what, folks? To this day, I am never late. My, my business, we time things down to the second, right? Even this radio program between the producers and myself, everything is timed down to the second. We try and make it sound like it's a natural flow, but believe me, everything is timed down to the second. I have never missed another deadline since I got that C as a graduate student at Syracuse. Let's go to Adam in Manhattan. Good morning, Adam. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I'm, I completely wholeheartedly support Jill Scott and her message. And I think that um, what she's speaking is, is she's speaking at her truth. And you can't deny someone. For, the for truth Adam, 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 she's a multimillionaire. How could it be her truth? She's an artist and she's a, a, a black woman in America. She was not a multimillionaire her whole life. She grew up uh, in very, very um, dire situation. She's not from money, and she's made that money as an artist speaking about things that she finds truthful, and that's why she's a millionaire. To, to, to deny her her voice is, you know, I just don't understand why you would deny someone the ability. That's what this country okay, is down so, to. Okay, so, so, so Adam, Adam, what about the fact that she's poisoning her own people? She's not poisoning that. To say that, that there is modern slavery not Adam she's telling them that they have a right to stand behind the crutch of race that you you have a right to not do your best you have a right to not uh, 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 go for it she's telling them to remain second class citizens that's that's not what she's saying at all so you tell me what she's saying she's saying that racism and and, and a form of slavery in the terms in terms of, you know, you were talking about why, you know, you said, oh, you know, that the, the, the black on black crime in this country, it has nothing to do with it, it has everything to do with the fact that black people in this country have absolutely been kept down economically for for the entire history of this country. And there's not there's no number you can show me to, to disprove that. That's exactly why you're seeing this crime, because it's okay, so wait, so wait, Adam, Adam, Adam. So then if we go by your logic, how did Oprah make it? How did Obama make it? How are there black millionaires, black billionaires? How did I make it? it how many, I mean, let me how, OK, wait, 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 Adam, Adam, Adam. How did all of us get mortgages for million dollar houses? How did it happen? Okay. 
Well, first of all, what's interesting is you, you mentioned you mentioned artists and artists. No, you mentioned you mentioned artists. You mentioned artists. You mentioned. But go ahead. No, you did. You said you just named a bunch of artists who are millionaires. How many? I didn't name artists. I said I said Oprah. Oprah? I said Obama. I didn't name artists. Well, the point is that well, Obama has you know came from very very modest circumstances and made made a very successful career. But how many black presidents have we had? Adam, Adam, you're proving my point. You're proving my point. Obama, like the rest of us, came from nothing. We've had one black president. Racism doesn't exist. <sighs> oh, that, that's what Adam. you're saying. You're saying because we no, no, that's not, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I, it's just, I'm look, remember the time I just mentioned, I'm looking at the clock is 57 minutes past the hour, which means that I've got two minutes left to wrap this up and, 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 and our phone lines are, are jammed and I don't have the time to engage you the way that I would really like to. You, Adam, I want you to do me a favor if you can. If you can, simply because of your call, I'm going to do this topic tomorrow, Saturday morning. If you're up, please call me live between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. so that we can have a conversation. You and I, I respect where you're coming from. I don't agree with it. It's just that I don't have the time right now. I thank you for the call. Joining us right now, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. Uh, I hope you're not expecting me to be up and available on Saturday morning towards the end of your show. I know you don't like to end your shows without me, but I kind of wanted to have Saturday to myself, Dominic. Carmine won't tolerate it. No, he probably, you know, he probably would. He'll probably look at it as an opportunity to play with the spatula, which I'm always taking away from him. Hey, man, that that little boy is a model, man. He's got the looks. Yeah, folks, if you if you haven't looked, look at Frank's Facebook, his Instagram and you see little Carmine. He's got the magic touch. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. He uh, certainly he took after his mother in that regard, thankfully. <laughs> and so I mentioned to the audience the time that we have to adhere to. So we only have 40 seconds. So, Frank, tell me what do you have coming up? Ask Frank morning. anything uh, for the next hour. And then our colleague, Cousin Bruce. Lucy joining me at uh, 3.30, dark and early, to talk about the future of AM radio, music, and a whole bunch of other things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Frank Morano, you want to stay tuned for that show. He's coming up right now. Again, folks, tomorrow, Saturday, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., I will be filling in for Bo Snurdly. Uh, 7 a.m. to 10, I hope you'll join us. We will continue this topic among many. Have a great day, folks.